Okay, hello and welcome everyone to the second episode of the Solo Soapbox podcast. I am your host, Dennis Christian, and uh, yeah, welcome to the show. Um, Ooh, you know what? I'm like 15 seconds in and I already messed up my like signature intro. Uh, I'm your one and only host, Dennis Christian. Thank you. Anyway, um, wow, that was a mistake, but we're going to keep it in. Was it really a mistake? Not really. I mean, I don't care. Whatever. I'm doing this all in one take anyway. One take Drake, so whatever happens, happens. Sorry if there's any poor uh, audio things, poor production quality type things that go on. Because at this point in the podcast, I really don't care to fix that kind of thing. I just kind of want to have episodes out of me speaking and talking about stuff on this here podcast, the Solo Soapbox Podcast, hosted by me, your one and only host, Dennis Christian. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and soon to be, well, actually, uh, by, by the time you hear this, I should have a page, uh, like a professional page for Facebook. So you can find me on the socials everywhere. That's going to be at Tall Guy Dennis, T A L L G U Y D E N N I S. Um, and that's, yeah, that's going to be it for that. Um, you can find this podcast. Well, if you're listening to it, you're listening on SoundCloud because that's the only place I have it right now. Um, but if you want to tell someone else about where to find the podcast, you can tell them to find it at www.soundcloud.com forward slash sound wow wow my setup look soundcloud.com forward slash solo soapbox podcast i'm not gonna sound or spell that out although i might need to like sound it out just so i know what the hell i'm saying anyway yeah thanks for listening um this is the second episode like i've said a few times already uh sorry for the delay in between the first episode and the second episode I, um, I don't know if I I put this in writing anywhere per se, but, um, I kind of told myself I was going to record at least an episode a week and uh, like the past week and a half kind of got away from me. Uh, I had a kind of lot of things going on, a lot of adjustments to make in, uh, IRL in real life. So yeah, recording just kind of got away from me, um, as I was trying to decide what to talk about, when to talk about it. Actually, I'm going to take two steps back. I actually had a second episode that I was, like, ready to record and, like, ready to go. I had my show notes down and everything, but I just never found a good time to record it because I felt like every day that, like, that like I was ready, like, something else popped off. And I was just like, ah, I wasn't prepared to, you know, oh, I, I got to talk about this now. The next day, oh, my goodness, something happened. And I, I'm not ready to talk about that. I, I got to get, you know, I got to go back to the drawing board, do my research and, like, you know, prepare for the podcast, right? So that happened for, like, a week. And then damn near like two weeks pass, and here I am recording the second episode when I should have had an episode up last week. But hey, that's neither here or there, I suppose. Uh, yeah. So, uh, whew. so no show notes today, actually. So I'm definitely, definitely rambling. This is going to be my rambling at its finest. Uh, there's a few things, uh, a few topics that I have in mind that I want to cover specifically and hopefully, uh, Hopefully I know what I'm talking, well, let me not say I know what I'm talking about, but hopefully, um, 
it kind of makes sense as I kind of lay out my thoughts because I'm very much going off the dome right now just because I wanted to feel and want this whole ex- experience to kind of feel like you're sitting in a room with me and I'm just kind of rambling and just kind of speaking my mind, which if you know me personally, if you spend time with me personally, you've probably heard me do it a time or two. So uh, yeah, I just kind of want to give that experience through a podcast and uh, hopefully take up only like 30 to 45 minutes every time. Um, you know, if it goes longer than that, whatever, you know, it is what it is. Thank you for listening. Uh, let's get, uh, let's get, uh, let's get, uh, let's get into the shit. Um, I'm going to take a sip of my drink. Give me a second. All right. Today's drink is a, uh, protein shake. It's uh soy milk with, uh, Flagnor Fail, oh, excuse me, not Flagnor Fail, that's their apparel company, uh, Run Everything Labs uh, Vegan Protein, uh, more specifically the birthday cake flavor, very good combination of, uh, of things going on with the the plain, I think this is a, a, like a plain unsweetened soy milk, and then like a birthday cake vegan protein, it's like really good, but anyway, that's what I'm sipping on today. I don't know why I'm, I, I, I tell y'all what I'm drinking. I'm just trying to make that a thing in the show if you haven't caught on to that already. But anyway, into the first topic or into the first thing I wanted to talk about. And that is the unfortunate, untimely murder, really. Let's just call it that. Uh, the, the murder of Botham Jean, a uh, man in Dallas who was shot in his own apartment by a off-duty police officer, um, man, that shit, that shit's crazy, um, I mean, I live in Tennessee now, but I spent a lot of my life, most of my life, in Texas, um, I lived in the, uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I've lived in the Houston area, um, you know, H-Town, hold it down, and I've lived in College Station, where I went to Texas, uh, where I went to Texas A&M for a minute. So, like, when you know, when, when something happens in Texas, of course, I feel, you know, I feel like something happened in my backyard. I feel like, damn, that happened, you know, like that. That shit hits closer to home. Um, uh, you know, well, pause for just a second. Um, language wise. Like, I'm 26, going on 27th of November, so yes, I'm going to let some profane words slip here and there. Um, nothing too too crazy, but definitely don't be surprised if you hear, like, a, some, you know, some, some adult language. Anyway, back on topic. So, when shit goes down in Texas, shit like this, I'm just like, you know, it, it hits me a little hard, right? Uh, so yeah, it's crazy. So, you know, Botham Jean, you have a man who's chilling at home and someone, you know, a, a police officer specifically comes and for whatever reason, you know, comes to the door, starts shouting out commands, allegedly, and shoots a man dead in his own apartment. And it's just like, like off the rip, off the bat, you know, from the jump, you know, my first thoughts are... Like, why, why even, why, why do you have a reason to go into this apartment in the first place, right? And so the, the officer's story was, well, <laughs> let me say that the officer's story by now, as of today, has changed like three different times. I kid you not, 
fact check me on this if you want to <laughs> her story uh and it was a woman cop the cop was a woman just putting it out there just so you know um went into this man's apartment and shot him i feel like i said that already i did anyway so she said i think at first she said uh you know she was late getting off work coming home and she tried her key it wasn't working and you know eventually someone opens the door and she was surprised because someone else was in her quote-unquote apartment and she shoots him right so the first her first story was like oh hey I messed around and went to the wrong apartment, right? And she ends up shooting him, which is crazy. Uh, so, like, <laughs> just even then, it's like, how do you... Sorry, I was looking at text message. Text message threw me off. So, anyway, um, she thinks she goes, you know, she thinks she's going into her apartment. She thinks she sees an intruder. She shoots the intruder, right? But the thing is, it's not her apartment right and so then she goes on like change the story like the next day and it's like um i those the door was left open i went in saw someone he wasn't listening so i shot right which still doesn't make sense you know because it's like one one is like there's still no reason for you to be at this apartment in the first place in your first version of the story or the second version of your story right two you go into this sorry uh okay hold on okay anyway um so you you're going to this apartment you don't have a motive to be there you don't have a reason to be there so you the door is left open and you go in and you see someone and you shoot them. Doesn't make sense. And I think it's third, the third iteration of her story was something like, um, you know, she tried her key or she had a key. It wasn't working. She had to like wiggle it or whatever. And eventually she like breaks in, finds someone and kind of the same thing. She's like, there was a verbal, there were some worries went back and forth and then she shot him. Right. But, like, in no version of her story, like, is anything justified? And I, di I didn't mean to make that sound like a question. I, I meant to say that, I meant that as in no version of her story is anything justified, not justified, like, a question. Like, literally, like, in, in no way is what she did justified. And so it's it's bullshit, right? That even um, the charge that the woman—I'm not even going to acknowledge her name because I don't want to give her that clout—the the woman that committed this this crime, really, uh, she got charged with manslaughter, which is, uh, in, in my limited legal knowledge, right? I'm not like a lawyer. I'm not trying to pass the bar exam. Um, Manslaughter is you killed someone, but it was like low key an accident versus um, versus uh, manslaughter murder, right? Versus murder, um, which is you kill someone with the intent like to kill them, right? Like you when you pull the trigger to shoot them, like it was like fully intentional. You shot with the intent to kill, right? 
you know what I'm saying? And so it's just like, when you think about the situation, it's like, how do you go into someone else's apartment, shoot, shoot and kill them? And that's an accident. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me take a sip for my protein shake and let you think on that for a second. So, yeah, so she, so she was charged with manslaughter, right? And, uh, there's, there's, there's two directions I can go from, from here, right? We could either go the, we could, we can kind of dive into the whole, she's a cop and (laughs) the system is, kind of doing this thing to protect her, so to speak, or we can go into this attempted, basically, uh, this attempted, like, assassination, assassination of character of Botham Jean, and both have roots in systemic racism, basically. So let me, let me go into the whole fraternity of, like, policehood, or whatever you want to call that in general, but it's... <laughs> It's funny to me how, you know, uh, I believe she's a Dallas PD officer, how a Dallas P- uh, PD officer is arrested, charged, you know, and being handled by Dallas PD. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, yes, on paper, that makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, she committed a crime in the jurisdiction of Dallas PD. And excuse me if I have the fact check me on this, but I'm pretty sure it's Dallas PD and not like Fort Worth PD or anything like that. But anyway, um, so she commits a crime on paper. She, you know, she commits a crime. She gets arrested. She's charged. You know, she's handled by the police department that has jurisdiction over the area, right? But it's like when you have the cop who committed this crime also works for the same police department, it gets political, political in the sense that she has friends at that police department. She has people that likes her at that police department. And granted, don't give me that. Well, there's probably people who don't like her, obviously, like, duh. But (laughs) the people who are going, you know, the people who are going to help her to the extent that they can help are going to help her, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, when you when you look at how does she get a the charge of manslaughter instead of murder, well, maybe, you know, when, you know, the other officers or, you know, whoever's in charge of coming up with these things, the DA or whoever it be, looks at it and says, oh, well, she's a cop. She was a good person. I don't think we should try for murder. I mean, if she says it was an accident, it must be an accident. So, I mean, she did kill him, though. But, okay, so let's go manslaughter. Manslaughter, sounds good. Looks left, looks right. Checks with the other people in the room. Chances are the other people in the room know her on some kind of personal level. And they're like, yeah, manslaughter makes sense. Let's charge with that. We're not coming up with the, you know, the amount uh, the bail is going to be. Yeah, it was kind of high, I think. I mean, fact check me on this and correct me if I'm wrong. I'm not about to sit here and research it real quick, but I believe her bill was like 130k for like a you know like a manslaughter charge, which I think is crazy that you could even pay bail on this kind of thing in general. But you know, her bail was like 100k. Let's just go with 100k, 100,000. Her bail was covered. 
like one, it was low. Two, it was it was paid. Whether it be someone, whether it be her, um, I don't know too many police officers who have just a hundred k tucked away. You know what I'm saying? Just like right in the pocket, like oh shit, I got to pay this hundred k bail. Let me pull a let me pull a hundred k out the tuck, right? So I think that's there's something there's something there that's a little that's a little suspicious, right? And so you have a police officer who did something very heinous and got off kind of easy for the time being, right? She got the slap on her wrist and she's walking around now until, you know, court proceedings go on, et cetera, et cetera. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, there's no, granted, I don't really watch like cable television news, um, but from what I've seen, just from my time on the internet, there's no like, you know, exposés or deep dives into the the life of this officer like what was her record like you know what is she what is she what what, is, what was she up to before doing that you know how is she living her life what what conditions led her to do the thing that she did you know what i'm saying like there's not a whole lot of that right but on the flip side there's a lot of well let's explore the person of botham jean Let's let's explore his life. Let's see what he was up to, right? And uh, and this goes back to when I said, you know, we can go in two directions. We can either go into the cop fraternity side of things, or we can go into the character assassination of Botham Jean. And I guess it comes full circle because we're going to talk about the character assassination of Botham Jean. And uh, and it's like, you know, the man was shot and killed in cold blood, basically. In his own apartment, why do we need to know anything else about him? You know, it's like he's a victim here, his family is a victim here, his family is suffering. Why are we, or why is anyone, you know, digging up background information on Botham? I'm sorry, you know, Mr. Gene, you know, rest, rest in peace. Well, why is anyone, why, why do we need to know more information about him? We don't really honestly so you know the headline came out the other day i think from the local fox news station local fox news station excuse me that uh a search was completed of his apartment and they found weed and it's like okay why is this why does that matter it's like yes weed is still illegal in texas I think it's decriminalized in certain parts for certain amounts, but for the most part, yes, weed is illegal in the state of Texas, but it's like, <laughs> why does that matter? Literally. And, and, and when I can think of so many instances or so many people just in general, who I know personally and through other people who have weed, have smoked weed, 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 uh, I hate saying weed, I never say it like that often, but like, who, who have, you know, who have weed, who smoke weed regularly, who, you know, and these people are just average, regular, everyday, normal people who you would never peg them as weed smokers, right, and so, you know, it comes down to like this stereotype of, you know, well, first of all, let me backtrack a few steps. Just say, 
you know, Botham Jean, if you didn't know, which I'm assuming you do know about the case, uh, Mr. Jean Mr. is a black man who was shot by uh, a white cop, right? Let me just let me just get that out the way, uh, just in case, you know, you didn't know, now you know. Because uh, I realized I've been saying what I was saying, but I didn't necessarily set up that context, or at least I don't think I did. Uh, but it's just like, sorry, I got a notification on my phone. Ah, what's the problem with recording on your phone and things come through on your phone and you see them come through on your phone? Anyway, so that so there's back on topic. So there's these stereotypes, right? Uh, there's this this history of how the media covers these types of stories when a black person, like something bad happens to a black person and the media almost goes out of their way. And this is generally speaking, when I say media, uh, some media outlets go out of their way to kind of like paint a picture of the victim, but paint a bad picture of the victim as to as up to like as to say they'll bring up things that are irrelevant don't matter etc etc to try and like paint this bad picture of the victim to make it seem like they almost deserved it you know so when a headline comes out that says oh you know warrant police had a warrant to search his apartment or, you know, during their investigation, etc. Not saying they had a warrant, but, you know, they searched his apartment and they found weed. Well, there's prevailing stereotypes that people who smoke weed are bad people, right? That people believe in, right? And then you put that with, he's black, so a black person, weed, that's a double negative, right? And so it's almost like that gives people... A justification for his death like oh he's kind of a bad person he had weed you know he's a criminal you know the cop which is bad enough that homegirl was a cop right so she comes in she shoots him and it's like that just gives people justification that oh well he wasn't he was a black guy smoking weed he probably wasn't that great of a guy ah cop comes in cop shoots him yeah I'm with the cop on this, right? Like, that's... You allow people to make that justification when you make stupid headlines like weed was found as a, weed was found in his apartment. When it's like, the weed doesn't even matter in the first place. Like, just because he has weed in his apartment doesn't mean you can't be a fucking victim. You know, the weed is negligible. The weed is not important here, right? You know, just because he has weed doesn't mean that he doesn't deserve justice. Um, you know, and, and it is just, it's just a fucked up thing to do. But when you look at, uh, I mean, if you were to do like a case study on these type of stories, previ- you know, just in general, especially the past 10 years. Yeah, you look at these kind of stories in the past like 10 years and you see that there's almost like a conscious effort to do this kind of thing. Whether it be uh, Trayvon Martin, whether it be 
uh, oh Lord, uh, Mr. Brown, the kid, I can't remember his first name. Um, but you know, whether it be these, these kind of cases, uh, uh, Philando Castile, I believe I got that name right. Uh, the black man who shot in his car, even though he told the police that he was a licensed handgun, uh, carrier owner. And he told them about it. And he was like, hey, I'm going to shoot you from a wallet. And they still shot him anyway. And then, yeah, and then, you know, they go on to try and find things. Oh, well, he, he, you know, he did this X, Y, Z in the past. So maybe he's not that great of a guy. But anyway, so back to the main point. And it's just like this 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 character assassination thing that has ha- happened previously, right? And so all of... Th- <laughs> You know, the the race thing being a thing, you know, it being a cop that, you know, committed this crime, the the character assassination thing, it's all, like, systemic problems that are, I mean, rooted in racism, really. Because, I mean, even if you think about it, it's like, you know, police departments are... And let me let me backtrack a little bit. Let me let me approach this as we approach. I'm kind of kind of shifting into a, a new a new topic here, so to speak, almost a subtopic of what I have been talking about. But it's like when you think of why uh, Colin Kaepernick started. Well, originally started sitting during the national anthem, and then he spoke with a veteran who was like, "Oh, hey, it'd be more respectful to kneel." And then he started kneeling, right? And so it's like, why he started kneeling in the first place was to bring attention to, you know, racial injustice um, slash police brutality that happens in the United States. <laughs> and this is a picture perfect picture perfect example of why Colin Kaepernick, another NFL player, has started to well have some sense of solidarity and and protest or take a knee take a knee kneel in order to protest police brutality because this type of thing that happened to Botham Jean is like a picture perfect example of police brutality and no it wasn't like a like you know someone getting pulled over and you know getting pulled out the car and getting beat by like seven eight different cops you know aka um rodney king right it wasn't that but it was something that just didn't need to happen right and the fact that it was a cop it 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 (sighs) When police officers do this type of thing, it's almost justified by the fact that they were cops, right? At least justified to some people. Obviously, it's not right. It's very wrong. But some people, for whatever reason, think that that kind of thing is okay because a cop did it, right? And as as I said earlier, I mean, it's kind of all rooted in systemic racism, right? Or rooted in racism, right? I'm not going to get too crazy deep into that. But it's just like, you know, when people are like, oh, Colin Kaepernick, disrespect the flag, or any player that decides to kneel is disrespecting the flag in the country. It's like you, you're ignoring 
what they're trying to like bring attention to in the first place. And I think you're doing one hell of a mental backflip or like mental gymnastics if you're able to say, well, I understand what they're protesting, but they're still disrespecting the flag and the national anthem, right? That's that's one hell of a mental backflip that I can't I can't I can't get behind. I don't I don't see it. I don't get it. Because to do that and kind of moving on to something else here, but um in order to like dismiss what these players are actually trying to bring attention to and just say they're disrespecting the 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 Star Spangled Banner, right? Isn't that the official name for the US flag? Anyway, they're disrespecting the flag and the national anthem, right? Or is the national anthem called the Star Spangled Banner? Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. I'm not making sense. Anyway, I'm getting away from my very serious points here. But uh <laughs> um to be able to dismiss what the players are protesting, I feel like you you have to have a very like rudimentary level understanding of the quote unquote flag and quote unquote national anthem because and I looked at this the other day because I was super curious. I was sitting on the toilet taking a shit, excuse me. Uh it just the thought occurred to me and I was like, what what is the national anthem really? And uh, my date might be a little off because it's been a while since I was sitting on the toilet that day and I had this thought to research the history of the National Anthem. But the National Anthem has only been like the National Song of the United States since like 1940. Fact check me on that. That might be a few years off, but I'm not that far off. Point being, it's not like, you know, when the founding fathers came together, they had a song that unified everyone and the 13 colonies and everyone who had fought for independence. And that song was, you know, Oh, say, can you see blah, blah, blah. Right? Like, nah, that shit's only been the national anthem for what that, uh, 60, 70 something years, 80 years ish, almost, you know what I'm saying? Like not a super long time, not the 200 something years that this country has been around, but like since the fucking 1940s, dude, you know, or that, you know, even when it was officially declared the national song, you know, the national anthem or whatever, before that, like, it had failed in Congress, like, to become the national anthem, like, multiple times before that, so, it's just, like, before, like, people weren't fucking with that song for that long, you know, and even if you go back to the origin of the song, right, you know, homeboy, I forgot his name. I really don't care about his name. Uh, homeboy was like on a ship on his way back from negotiating with the French or the British. Anyway, he was a U.S. government official who was uh, negotiating on behalf of the U.S. And he was coming back from negotiating with uh, a foreign party. We'll call it that because my memory is a little hazy right now. And uh, but the foreign party uh, was planning an attack, like on the city that he was going back to, right? So they're like, "Oh yeah, we'll we'll send you back, but you gotta sail on the ship and wait for us to finish our attack before we'll let you go back, right?" 
that's like the gist of the story. So he was sitting on the ship watching, you know, part of the U.S. get fucked up. And he was like, huh, you know, I'm going to write a song about this, right? So he writes a song, and part of it is the the national anthem that we know today. And, like, the second half, he just, like, it's like some racist bullshit. <laughs> if you don't believe me, look it up. Google it. Google, you know, the original national anthem. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you'll find... The, the missing verses that we don't sing, right? That's missing from, you know, what people sing at the beginning of baseball and football games, right? You, you, hockey games, whatever game. Like, you, you'll find that part conveniently missing because <laughs> of some racist bullshit, right? And not to mention, like, not to overgeneralize here because this is definitely going to be an overstatement when I drop this bomb, but... <laughs> When the national anthem was written, like, a lot of people were racist and slave owners. And saw black people as, like, second-class, like, humans. Not even, not even citizens, like, like a lower-level human. <laughs> you know, like, when we think of, you know, these founding fathers, you know, whenever they wrote... Everything they wrote for the Declaration of Independence, for the Constitution, the National Anthem, whatever, like, they wrote it with the subcontext of, one, you know, wealthy white men are the shit, basically. <laughs> women, eh, you don't need to worry about women. Black people, eh, they're like second-level humans, or sub-second, sub you know, sub-level humans, you know, the only thing that matters are wealthy white people, basically. Whether it be wealthy white people in the colonies, wealthy white people in Europe, wealthy white people wherever. But they were the only people that were important, essentially. And this isn't like some liberal mumbo-jumbo that I'm speaking out. You can, like, literally go read like diary journals i was about to say diaries i mean there are diaries to an extent read journals and diaries from these people and see in their writing that like thomas jefferson had slaves and even though he was married to his wife uh you know a white woman that's important for context he slept with his, his slaves and had illegitimate children and he's on the $20 bill. <laughs> Same thing with, um, uh, who's on the $100 bill? Ben Franklin. There we go. I was about to, I was about to call him Bill Franklin. Anyway, Ben Franklin, um, even though he's on the $100 bill now and he's like this great scientist and he like the kite, you know, was struck by lightning and the key, blah, 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 blah. You know, like people weren't doing science before Benjamin Franklin. Anyway, I digress. But like even Benjamin Franklin, like, he was, you know, he was justifying slavery too. Like, what? Like, these, this is, like... <laughs> this is the people some of y'all are looking up to? Really? So it's like, when you think about who wrote the national anthem that it is today, or, you know, the national anthem, blase, blase, and you're like, oh, they're disrespecting the national anthem. It's like, let's, let's, let's... Let's slow down and truly examine what the national anthem even is, bro. 
you know, as it being a poem or a song or whatever. And it's just like, you know, and then people like to say, well, it's not necessarily the national anthem, it's what it represents, right? And it's like, okay, 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 I'm, I'm with you on that. Up until the point where I go, okay, well, <laughs> if it's about what the national anthem represents, right, which is this country fighting for the country, whatever, right, then isn't what it represents, what the national anthem represents is more important than the national anthem itself. So what does it matter what you do during the national anthem? Right? So long as your actions uphold and respect the ideals that the national anthem is supposed to represent. Does that make sense? Right? So same thing with the flag. It's like, oh, people die for the flag. It's like, no, people don't die for the flag. The flag is just a piece of cloth that's been reproduced like thousands of times, right? You can go to Walmart and buy a cheap cheap you know cheap cheap material flag just to stick in your yard if you want to right like the flag it's a physical thing doesn't matter right it's always what the flag represents right so if it's if the what the flag represents should be more important than the flag itself which is just like a physical thing right so it's like, you know, with gifts, right? So let's just say I've gotten, let's just say in, in the past, I may have gotten a Valentine's Day card, right? And it's not necessarily about the card, right? It's about the thought that goes into it, right? Like that's, that's what we say all the time, right? So why is it any different when you apply that same concept or logic to like a cloth, right now yes you know on a national scale something like the flag you know means united states of america when you take it abroad right but at the same time no one's no one's dying for the cloth people are dying for you know what they believe in so to speak right so it's just like and just to try and tie this all in i know i'm rambling and i'm going on and on but it's like how does kneeling during a national anthem (laughs) do anything to disrespect what is quote-unquote it represented by the flag and national anthem does that make sense I, i feel like i'm growing in circles here um, I feel like this is also a great time to like plug my social media, um, tall guy Dennis across the board, anywhere you look, hit me up. Um, if you're listening on SoundCloud, leave a comment or just reach out to me and let me know what you think. Am I crazy? Am I not? Did I make sense? Did I not make sense? Et cetera, et cetera. Just let me know because I, I feel like what I'm saying like makes perfect sense to me. And it's just like the, 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 the piece of cloth or the song should not be as important as what it represents. Right. So it's like, how could someone disrespect the flag when the flag could literally be anything? 
like forget having 50 stars, 13 stripes on the flag. You can have a picture of a koala, right? Anyway, whatever. I'm off of that now. It's been like 40 minutes. So <laughs> I'm off of that completely. I'm done with that. Uh, yeah, like I said, if you have thoughts, opinions, let me know. Um, I feel like I'll probably come back to that topic in general just because it's football season. And, you know, it's a hot topic during football season. So, uh, yeah. Um, speaking of football, fantasy football, my first week didn't go so hot. I had a good draft. I felt like I had a good draft. The NFL website said I should have a good season, but I'm off to a terrible start. And when it comes to week two of fantasy football, yeah, things aren't, uh, things look a lot closer than they should be. So I'll be, um, making some adjustments, maybe some ads and drops. Uh, that's adding and dropping players after the draft is typically my, my key to success anyway. Like, I think by the time I usually reach the end of the season, like, only a quarter of my team is, like, what I actually drafted. And the rest is just what I picked up from the waiver wire. Um, so, yeah, game number two tomorrow, actually, as of this recording. Uh, tomorrow, so hopefully that goes well. Um, let's see, what else can I say as I do I want to? Yeah, I'm going to just go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, what else can I say in closing? Um, I am like officially accepting clients. Uh, for those who do know, and for those who don't, I am a certified personal trainer. And, uh, if you're in the Johnson city, Tennessee area, the tri cities area, we can work together in person. Um, if not, I do offer, coaching services, online coaching services, uh, just hit me up. Uh, you can either do that through social media, find me on Instagram, Twitter, uh, at TallGuyDennis. Uh, I do have a website. It's www.TallGuyDennis.com. That's www.T-A-L-L-G-U-Y-D-E-N-N-I-S. Dot com. Um, you can also shoot me an email at uh, training at tallguydentist.com. Training spelled T-R-A-I-N-I-N-G at symbol T-A-L-L-G-U-Y-D-E-N-N-I-S dot com. So yeah, um, I'm a very reasonable and affordable uh, fitness professional. Uh, yeah, so w- I mean, with that plug being said... Um, I've been certified since February of this year, this year being 2018. Um, I mean, I was, even though that's when I was certified, I mean, I was personally just working on my own fitness before that. And, you know, I, I was researching more or less. I know I, I just don't like, well, I do like using the term researching because it makes me sound like I was an academic, but I mean, I was, um, I've been, fitness has been a hobby and passion of mine for quite some time now. I do have an athletic background. And I mean, if you see pictures of me, I am kind of, I am a little buff. So yeah. So trust me, work with me, please. Thank you. <laughs> I think I, uh, I have a little bit of uh what they call imposter syndrome. Um, I think I've definitely suffered from that for a while where I'm, I'm qualified 
Like I have all the qualifications to work with people and I know I can work with people because I mean, when I do, I mean, everyone's pretty happy. I mean, I've gotten people to results. People like working with me, right? But I guess the imposter syndrome comes in to where I feel like I'm not qualified to do this or like I'm not qualified to speak on certain things, even though I am qualified. So it's like a little weird kind of like stepping out of the my comfort zone and saying, hey, I'm I'm a personal trainer, guys. I kind of know what the fuck I'm talking about, right? So anyway, I mean, that's just something I got to work on. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'd love to work with you. Uh, I'd love to help you reach your fitness goal. Whether it be getting ready for a wedding that's coming up, aka I got one in November that should be pretty exciting. Uh, or, you know, you want to run a 5K. I'm helping someone get ready for a 5K right now, actually. Uh, you know, or you just just want to have a someone in your corner tucked away, a consultant of sorts tucked away. Just uh, hit me up, check out the website, see what I offer. And uh, yeah, let's work together. And um, wow. It's been it's been 45 minutes of me rambling and i think that's uh, i think that's it we're gonna call it a wrap episode two of the solo soapbox podcast right now only on soundcloud.com so if you're here thanks for listening i appreciate it um it means a lot to me that you've taken the time out of your day to one listen to this to get this far into it i mean that's that's really cool uh, that you're listening to me and i appreciate it and so yeah uh, share it with someone or share this podcast with someone who thinks, you know, who you think, uh, they would, uh, appreciate hearing this message, you know, uh, hit me up on the socials. Just hit me up in general. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate the feedback. Um, right now I'm only on SoundCloud because that's just the easiest place to put it. I am going to work on putting uh, the podcast on other platforms shortly as soon as I figure out all the uh, all the background hoopla to make that happen. Uh, once again, thank you for listening to the Solo Soapbox podcast. Check me out on all the social medias, whatever, tallguydance.com. I'm a personal trainer. Work with me, please. I need money. I'm going to say that again. I need money, so please work with me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding about needing money and you working with me, but, you know, I'm not desperate per se. But anyway, <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, I'm Dennis. Hope you have a lovely day, lovely week. Yeah, I love you. And I'm out. <laughs>